You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. To Axe to Grind, the hardcore podcast. I'm Patrick. I'm Bob. And I'm Tom. And How are you guys doing today? Well, we got a, we got a fight brewing. because uh, We do. <laughs> we got to get into these ads. Oh, let's go into these ads. And thank you, thank you, thank you to our lovely sponsors. Thank you to Convulse Records. Uh, uh I'm I'm at a loss. Thank you to Run for Cover Records. Cherry Tomato. Thank you to To Live a Lie. Dangly Car Keys. Thank you to Closed Casket Activities. Blue Blocker Sunglasses. Boom, boom, boom. We are talking. We are talking. People talking about talking. We are talking about Closed Casket Activities. CloseCasketActivities.com. You're going to go on there. You're going to click. There's going to be a big banner. Maybe it's on your phone, so maybe it's not a big banner, but it's a little banner, but you can see it. Ingrown Cold Steel. Uh, These fellas are from Idaho, uh, specifically Boise. Tom, what do we say about that? Boise on top. That's true. And let me tell you a little something about Ingrown. Heavy, uh, fast. Fast. Whole lot of metal in there. Whole lot of hard. Can play in front of any crowd. Ooh, and the Cold Steel EP, 7-inch, uh, is their closed casket debut. Very cool. Uh, it is a revolver, small, you know, little handheld gun action on there. Full clip. Um, Nice-looking record cover. Uh, vinyl to match. This is a good-looking record. I am very curious about this band's next full length. I uh, hope they keep that speed up. No, they're going to keep the, the, the riffs up. Um, yeah, this is a cool band. Uh, hard, heavy, fast, ingrown, cold steel. Stumbled. Out on tour now. Yeah. Ooh. Who are they out with? Do you remember? Arms, arms Way and, and Fleshwater and Jive Bomb. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yo, they aren't messing around. Shout out to Ingrown. Shout out to Closed Casket Activities. Closed Casket Activities. Leave that in. CloseCasketActivities.com. Ingrown Cold Steel. Get it now. Tell them we sent you. Thank you very much. Let's get to the, the true conversation today. To Live a Lie. To Live a Lie.com. You're going to scroll down. You're going to click on Web Store. Today, I am big upping a band who many of you know, but if you don't, please give some time and attention to the band Extortion from Australia, and we're going to get into that, but the Extortion Seething LP, uh, import from Germany, the almighty RSR Records. Uh, It's a tough label to get stuff from. Uh, You not a lot of stores get it. They always they sell out quick. So you you know unless you want to order from overseas, here's the place to grab it. Grab it to live a lie. Extortion, seething LP, 
power violence, hardcore, faster than you can imagine, uh, and they've been doing it for a while. This is some of their best material. To my knowledge, this band is from Melbourne. You are, Patrick, is that the is that the Patty? Woo woo! What are the the police? I'm I'm calling the uh, I'm calling the hardcore police. Um, So this band is a Perth band for sure. Uh, They might live in Melbourne now. Uh, Mm. I, but this is a Perth band. Uh, I just texted my my Australia hardcore insider to give me. To, to, yeah, to get you up to date, nine thirty a.m. Good, good, today. good. Uh, look, it, it, I don't know that these fellas did this. Uh, I've, I I met the singer, nice kid, but uh, the, the the I I don't know if these fellas did this, but it's it is uh, perfunctory almost to leave Perth for Melbourne at some point in the same way that uh, you know if you live in Albany, you you have to live in Brooklyn for some duration. Sure, time, sure, sure. You, you know <clears throat> um, that type of thing. I'm sure that there's. Uh, you know, the Boston has an orbit. I'm sure uh, San Francisco has an orbit. Um, of course. So, of course. Uh, it's possible that they all live in Melbourne uh, now, uh, but this, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm claiming them for Perth, even if they no longer do themselves. Uh, however, I, I think that they would say they're a Perth band. Extortion from Perth, Australia. To liveali.com, pick up that extortion seething LP. And dig around one of the best distros, full stop, fast, hard, heavy, everything you want. It's all to live a lie. Thank you to everyone, guys. How you doing? How you feeling? Uh, fantastic. Uh, we started the day with a little Perth talk. That's always good. Uh, I'm becoming a uh, kind of a Western Australia like uh, Texan, you know? Where? Oh, that's an interesting parallel. Yeah, you're just kind of you got some pride. Yeah, I don't. I don't see myself as Australian. I see myself as uh, Western Australian. Yeah, what, what's the saying? It's uh, 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 born born American, but uh, uh, American by birth, Western Australian by choice. Uh, Western by Australian by the grace of God. There we go. There, there we go. Uh, shout out to to Perth. Shout out to Western Australia. Um. Guys, I, I today, uh, you know, chatty, chatty, chatty. Tom, before we get into today's topic, which is a springing in on you guys topic, um, you played a gig the other day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How was that gig? A little gig in the big city of Philadelphia. It was cool. Um, it was Scarab and, and Spiritual Cramp and Magnitude and Indecision and Blacklisted and Unbroken. And it was cool. It was literally one of the hottest shows I've ever played in my entire life. That's yeah, not, just to that's, set that's the not scene. That cool. <laughs> Yo, just to set the scene, what do you it think is. That? He says that's not cool. That cool. No, it sucked. Uh, like, so when. Okay. There is a certain level of hot at a show that I really enjoy because it sets a mood. Uh, makes me feel some degree of kind of challenge or like makes yes. me, makes me delude myself into thinking I'm an athlete of some kind. And uh, I like that. And then there's that next level where I become sluggish and, and shit is not as fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's right. just like, I got to make it through here. Like it, it, literally when we finished playing, everyone separately came to me and was like, the only show that we played hotter than that was Magazine 4 in Belgium, in Brussels. Mm. Ooh. And it was one of those shows like in 97 when we were on tour in Europe, like you didn't play for half an hour. 
No, no, no. So we probably minutes. played, no exaggeration, an hour, maybe 70 minutes. <sighs> to yeah. the point that, like, after we were done, we didn't leave the stage. I just, we all just sat down on the drum riser. <laughs> <laughs> like, sweat. Like, I couldn't leave. But, like, that's what this was like. And I was like, why the fuck am I wearing pants? It was that hot. Yeah. It was, like, really bad to the point that people afterwards were, like, texting me, like, yo, drink water. Yeah, I'm like, yo, did I look that close to death? Like, I'm all right, man. But it was it was rough. It was real rough. Um, Yeah, yeah. Just real quick, it it is the end of October. It there was no reason on earth. Yeah, it was no the same here. Uh, There was no reason it should have been 80 plus degrees because 80 degrees in the city in Philly means the church was like. Uh, dripping wet in the upper 90s. Yeah, I mean, it was no it was probably close yeah. to 100. And then Ugh. talking to Bob, and he was like, yeah, we don't really do shows here in, in the summer because it's, it's that brutal. Too hot, yeah. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. He's like, but I booked this at the end of October. Who the fuck would have known it would have been 80-something degrees? No, and to, by the way, today it's like a high of 65, so it's very, yeah, and very overcast, chance, you know. Yep, yep. But it was cool. It's a fucking legendary venue. Like I was saying, I sat on stage like, Last time we had played there was 1997 with Adam and his package. <laughs> so it was Millhouse, Sons of Abraham, Adam and his package, and Indecision. We were on our way. We were playing Gainesville Fest before it became like the multinational concert thing it is now. Yeah, it was like a hardcore fest, and like you, it was usually at like a like a campground, like a YMCA campground. Um, and I think Pat, we talked about this on the Patreon. I think Reversal of Man was one of the bands that played it. Um, Makes sense. It was like a real weird mixture of bands and stuff. Um, but we, I mean, I, I, I was saying, like, I thought it was so fucking cool. Like, how often do you know of DIY venues that have lasted at least 26 years? Oh, oh. I mean, v- never so, mind. So few. You know what I mean? It, I mean, it's, and it's, it left and obviously existed before that show. That's true. And I don't know if that started with R5, like the John Ag. I don't know, like, the history of it, but it's like, so almost like coming up on thirty years. Like how many Yo, fucking the churches can't get? Yeah. No, go ahead, go ahead. I mean, sometimes you can't even get like a fucking VFW hall three times before yeah. they decide not to invite you back. The church is straight up like a. Uh, it does not get the credit it deserves. It's Gilman Philly. Level. Philly doesn't get the credit it deserves for maintaining it for keeping it. Oh, they got amazing. a kind of. It's <laughs> it's really funny that the weird carpet on the floor became the iconic like the it became the iconography that it is do they but sell it's also sh- really cool it's do really they cool. sell that shirt they <laughs> sold vans with that design yeah like when when vans. all the venues were shutting down for, because of covid because like we were driving home bag was like it was cool that they had like a they had a rug i mean like i'm trying to explain everyone in the band i'm like yeah we've played here before and no one knew what i was talking about <laughs> And I was like, like, I'm psyched that a rug because I would have fallen into the crowd. I go, yeah, that rug is like a thing. And he's like, yeah, that's a thing. I go, no, like that's like a like a very well known pattern. I was like, it looks like alphabet, like the alphabet or whatever. He's like, no, I don't think so. I go, no, I'm pretty sure it was. (laughs) And then, (laughs) and I go, dude, Vans made like sneakers with those patterns, like to raise money for like independent venues and stuff. I'm like, it's like a fucking real deal. Like it's like the shining carpet at this point. Like you know it when you see it. That's right. That's Tom, right. So yeah, yeah, very Tom, cool. Tom, and killer lineup. So yeah, great lineup. let's get to the lineup in a second. I just want to ask Tom a, a quick question. Tom, is it an interesting experience playing in, in a band with playing in a hardcore band and a very long lived hardcore band with 
with at least a couple of those dudes, I'm not going to paint all of them with a broad brush, a couple of those dudes who are so late <laughs> to, to everything going on right now. <laughs> like, is it, is it like talking to unfrozen caveman lawyer at times or what? <laughs> what well, is it like? like they know stuff and like, they'll always surprise me. And like a lot of them, like they listen to like, Bagel is just a hardcore and punk and like loves a lot of the stuff. And he knows a lot of the stuff. Like if I bring up Drain, he knows who I'm talking about. And he knows the songs. Like sure. Right. But I don't think he knows like the bullshit that we fuck. We're weirdos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like yeah. they're also dads, but they like listen to music and like don't, you know, go into the minutia that we do. Yeah. <laughs> but like also some of them, like, you know, they'll I'll, like they'll make comments to me and I go, Oh God, like you don't know like um you know, I'll get a text like, and they'll be watching. Well, we'll be playing with a band, and someone's like, "Why are they all dressed in athleisure?" <laughs> or like, you know, someone was talking, and like, someone would be like, "Why does he sound like he like? Why, why is this person acting like he's Tori Amos?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, you don't know like the story, yeah." And which yeah. is kind of funny because it's like, oh, we like, I mean, we played with a lot of those bands before, right? You know, like we played with Magnitude, you know, we played with Blacklist once before. We put, you know, like I said, Decision, whatever, we played with Unbroken before. Um, Spiritual Cramp was fucking cool shit. Yep. Yeah. They like, they stood out like Sword Thumb, but it was fucking awesome. I thought they were great. Um, yeah, just a very good live band for people that don't know. Uh, Spiritual Cramp, uh, punk dudes playing rock music uh, and uh, just maintain sort of the the best the best aspects of punk and hardcore live performance in, in, as a rock band it's really good yeah the, yeah it's can 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 whether you whether you ride for the recordings whether you get in on it all on, in a live setting they can they can really set you ablaze it's it's yeah. good and not to sound like a 1970s like agent mike mike the singer yep yeah kids a star <laughs> I'll tell him. <laughs> he looks like I was like I, I didn't get a chance to talk to him because I don't want to like I didn't think he I didn't want to introduce myself. But hey, you don't really know me, but like you know people I do a podcast with, which is like the worst thing you can say. Like that's almost being like, hey, are you at fucking self defense? Uh, yeah. Like it's almost that level of cringe. You Pat Kindlin from the Bridge Nine board? Is that uh, yeah, I mean, it's in my group. He's in my uh, brothers against. Uh, hold on, was it brothers against NATO guided by Allah uh, group chat? Uh, <laughs> I'll hit him right now. Is that like your Fortnite group chat or whatever? <laughs> no, that's the name of the self defense group chat. All oh, right, because you're in another group chat with a friend of mine that was, I didn't remember that he knew you, and he asked something about you. I go, I think he's in Jakarta. He goes, No, I know. I go, Why would you know he's in Jakarta? <laughs> and he's like, He's in my fucking whatever Fortnite, whatever bullshit you play. Yes, my, my what do you play together with the other adults? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What? Listen, it's not. It's not healthy minded. I'm not gonna. He okay. doesn't want to talk about it anymore. Why He's getting really blown up. Fucking dork. Hold on. What's one, one second? I'm I'm writing Mike be a star in the group chat. Uh, okay. Say it again. Tom. Oh, now you make me sound like a fucking weirdo. That I was like, I, I, I nah, love, not like, at all. Listen, everybody likes to be told they're a star. <laughs> no, but I was like, this dude like looks like he should be a fucking like. Like the sky's the limit for that band. Watching them play and then like just seeing their whole fucking. The whole thing was dope. Like they were great. Yeah, they're good. All the bands are great. Everyone sounded awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it was it was it was cool. Shout I mean, unbroken. Shout. It's fucking unbroken, man. Like they're just un- unbelievable. 
you know, and it's just like here. Hold on, Tom. Let me be the doubting Thomas. I got to put my fingers in the wound. Rob Moran, I'm sorry. I know you listen. It's Pat Kinlan. <laughs> you can you can just at me. Um, uh, still good. Better this time than I had seen them recently. Okay. It sounded huge. It was great. It was great. I mean, and those songs are fun, dude. Like they play like they end with like two, the last two seven inches. You're like, God damn. Oh, like because everyone we always go back to like absentee debate, and it's like, yo, and great song. And is a great song. Yep. Full on proverb. Great song. Great. Dude, like those songs, like I feel like we always talk about it. Like those last two seven inches when people go, we rip off on broken, like all the bands that do. I feel like it's mostly that more than it, Life it Love is Breath. all that. Because Life because Love Breath is hard that, no, to recreate. No disrespect to them, but before that, it falls within kind of the outspoken or, or, or uh, uh, undertow to a degree. Well, it, it, yeah. it falls it falls with within the new age so, sort of sound. And then I think it, with those two seven inches, it just blows convention out of the water. It's doing something completely different. And they did a they put out a new split seven inch. Um, I don't know if they had any left. To keep an eye on the internet. It was like three hundred um, something pressed, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a split with them and blacklisted. It's the last unbroken song that they never recorded. It's a live recording, and then the blacklisted song was on something. But it's it was a like, demo oh, yeah, version of or yeah. something. Yep, uh, yep. Yeah. Yep. And all the money's getting donated to Maddie and Year of the Knife, which is fucking awesome. Oh, that's great. Yeah, really, really cool move. Yeah. Good move yeah. by them. Um, you know, so so it had me thinking about it, mostly because of this show you just played. Because Unbroken, certainly a defining band of the early mid nineties, for sure, you know. But I was like, you know what? There's been a lot of hardcore <laughs> since 1980, 1981, what have you. How do you how do you condense that? How do you bring that to something that's digestible that you can say to someone, "Hey, I know uh, you know there's there's explainer videos. There's things that everybody's trying to condense things or blow them out to microfiche. You know what I mean?" Um. So today's topic, today's activity is going to be, and we're doing this off the cuff. This is a surprise you. There's no research. I did no homework. I mostly came up with this idea last week, was in a minivan in Orlando, Florida. It was like, I'm not recording this while I'm on some kind of wonky audio, Um, but put it in the back of my head so I didn't think about it. Every five years in hardcore. 1980, 81 to 85, 86 to 90, 91 to 95. We don't have to be super hard about a year, whatever, whatever. We're not going to break each other about that. I want five records from every five years. Not your personal favorites, not my personal favorites, but that help define what that time was. And we're going to do that from 1980 to 2020. We're not going to, I know, we're not going to, we're not going to break our bones doing it. We're not going to like, if we forget something, we will do an addendum. We'll revisit this topic, but let's have the conversation. Five records from 1980 to 1985. All right. That helped define that era. 
Patrick like, Ewan. Do we have to do all five? Like, do we all get five, or can we just come up with a five? No, we come up with a collective five. Okay. okay. Collective five. <clears throat> Before and this we go- isn't, you know, we're, we're kind of trying to define sonically as well as vibe. You know what I mean? Like, what what mattered? What was this time? Does that make sense? Yes. Patrick, uh, what were you saying? Well, I'm sorry. I would love to care about what you're saying. However, I, I'm uh, engaged in a in a kind of crushing conversation about uh, oh. where, where extortion is is from. Um, oh, uh oh, Patty was wrong. Patty so Patty. they. Uh, this person says, I don't know if they would rep anywhere, but they've been based out of Melbourne for a decade. Uh, the, the fellow well, we got that some Canberra fellows in here or what? The fellow that I met, uh, uh, Rohan, I think is his name is, is, uh, f- originally from Albany. So oh, hell yeah. Not hell Albany, yeah. New York, everybody. No, but, Albany, Western <laughs> Australia. Yeah. Albany, Western Australia, which, uh, some people claim has some of the nicest beaches, uh, in the world. It's just a uh, very cold, uh, beach. How but, could it not? Albany. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, apparently like hanging uh, out down by the river. Uh, Jay and Rohan are from Albany, so we got two. So, uh, but they uh, have been a Melbourne band for over a decade. I don't know if I want. To, I, I, you know what? I know. I know. I think it's. A, I think that's a Perth band. <laughs> <laughs> well, Albany, Albany, recognize Albany, uh, Patrick. Were you able to process the information we discussed? Okay, so five so defining records from 1980 to 1985. Then we're going to do 86 to 90. Yes, yes, so okay. I'm going to struggle on that second one. Uh, it's going to, well, I think you won't. I think it's, I mean, there's going to be little parts, but let's talk about this 80 to time, 85. My time gets really fuzzy. Like, I cannot, uh, Tom, top of your head, uh, uh, Judge LP comes out when? 89. Cheater. I just know it. Sorry. <laughs> I was literally employed to know those things. Um, so, yo, <clears throat> we're not going to break brains on things. Like, for example, the Poison the Well record, doesn't that come out like December 31st or some silliness? So it's like, is that a 2000? We're not doing that. We do that in other episodes. We do that in our year and hardcore episodes. This is going to be loose, but in that basic five-year window. Let's start easy. What minor threat record are we choosing? Hold Can on. we do? Are we doing LPs or anything? <sighs> anything. But is right. it? Che- I think it's cheating to do complete discography. Oh, no, 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 no. But yeah. I didn't know if it's like. Uh, where, oh right, no, no, so anything, anything. Yeah, yeah, okay. anything. Yeah, yeah, totally. Just a release. So I mean, to me, I'd say it's filler. I say it's the first one. Yes, hundred percent. Okay, agreed. Patrick, uh, that's in, that, uh, I I would not, but that's okay. I can live well, with it. Well, here, well, well, but I'll just on an objective list pull out because this is the conversations you're fun for. What sounds like out of step? I mean, nothing. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, the band Total Fury. Uh, it's, it's, a bit, a bit, but they also sound like those seven inches. So let's do minor threat filler on the list. Um, Bad Brains. Rock for Light or the Roar Tape. Or the Roar Tape. Uh, f- f- flip a coin. I think the Roar Tape, but I could go either way. Patrick, feel anyway. Tom, feel anyway. I'm a Rock for Light guy, but that's a, it's preference. I, I, this is a coin flip. All right, we're going to go Roar. Um, I am a Rock for Light guy, but I'm going to go Roar. Me too. 
That was damn it. Are all three of us rock for light guys? Damn. Yeah, but I feel like Roar has more of a, a historical. Yeah, because the Roar tape. Yeah. All right. All right. So you know what I mean? Like yep. Rock for Light is like everyone gets that, and you're like, holy fuck. Yep. Okay. Um, is Black Flag damaged on this list? I had it on my list. I think not it has my to favorite, be. but it has. No, to be. I think it has to be. I have another one that's not wouldn't be my favorite, but I think it has to be on the list. All right, hold on. Let me. I'm going to actually pull out the list so I can write these down. I think it's. I think Black Flag Damage has to be on this list. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so I have a got- favorite that I think should be, and I have uh, one that should be that's not a favorite. Okay, let's see this. Let me see what we got. So we got Mariner Threat, self-titled slash filler, um, uh, Bad Brains, Roar Tape. Um, <coughs> We're saying black flag damage. We have two slots to fill. Tom, what do you got? Um, you want my? I'll give you two, and we can pick one. Sure. Um, well, I mean, we all we're all gonna agree with fucking negative approach. So we leave, I'll leave that for Pat. Mine was: <sighs> Do we put it? So it's: Do we go fresh fruit for rotting vegetables? Yeah. Or my choice would be group sex by Circle Jerks. <sighs> I feel like every like punk bands to me sound like Circle Jerks. Like yeah, no, I, 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 and I love I, like to me I like Fresh Fruit more, but it's a personal thing. And I don't know if I was giving someone who was unfamiliar like here's five records, five sounds that define it. It's hard not to right like the eighties or first five years of the eighties is really tough. You're gonna leave something out. Right, and no if, one's. I mean, Jello's voice. It's either like it's easy, like either you love it in or out. Yeah, right. Um, is but I think for a new person, I feel like his voice is probably like this is what I think punk should sound like. I don't know, uh, like you know, like I think yeah, it's no, like no. it draws you in because it's not just like a regular. Like Patrick, let's get your opinion here. Is there a record that so we have right now? And I He's think still we broken all, up about the Perth thing. He can't believe it. And he's texting Minor Threat Seven Inch, Bad Brains Roar, Black Flag Damage, and the Negative Approach Seven Inch. Those are our four locks. Okay. Tom is putting out Dead Kennedy's Fresh Fruit for Rotting Vegetables or Circle Jerks Group Sex. Do you feel strongly about any of those? Are we missing something obvious? That's are we going adolescence? No. Too Cali, too much Cali. I mean, oh, I love it. Pain. You know, we gotta go victim uh, in pain. That's right. That's right. Okay, so do we do AF victim in pain? Yes. <clears throat> I go, think I, I think we get some across. I think if you're going, hey, give me one California punk, but could be hardcore record as well. Black flag damage or circle jerks, <laughs> jerks group sex. Yo, uh, most many people I know at this point are saying circle jerks group sex over damaged in terms of a personal, but that's just because damage has just been beaten to death in your head. So I, I think, I think we're good on that. And I think victim and pain brings something else, ah, man, it's hard to argue against negative approach. Um, man, are we leaving anything out? I guarantee like you that we DRI. Yeah, I mean, I'm, are we leaving well, out well, No, I'm just it, trying to think. Is there anything that would supersede these? That's what the question actually. Is. Okay, wait, wait, wait. wait. The, the I'm gonna youths of the world or the weight. SSD or the DYS. Yeah, yeah but so SSD. So SSD was my question. Here, here's what's gonna have some clarity for me. What is the exercise again? It's def- it's defining that era. Give us five. It's this is the condensed history. The 
person comes up to you and says, "Hey, I, I need five uh, records that kind of give you a definition. Give me, give me the outline of those five years." So here's the problem. The problem is that if you if you say, for example, SSD, let, let's say that let's say that for not literally, of course, but let's say that for the conversation, SSD is the middle point between negative approach and minor threat. Does that sure? Okay. So sonically, let's say that's the case. That's not to take away from SSD at all. It's just to say that they they walked a middle course between melodic and very actually pretty abrasive and whatever, right? So hardcore band. They're actually in some ways the most uh, archetypical hardcore band of any of the ones that we're talking about, right? So uh, do you say SSD because uh, perhaps their sound has been uh, – better approximated over well, because the years. They, they set out a template and, yeah. and it sort of was this self-referential um i don't want to say ssd was a genre piece it's not at all ssd is fucking incredible um <clears throat> ripping guitars big guitar uh riffs and you know awareness of of the moment uh but yeah i, I think you could say the same things about minor threat but so, so the question better. is, do you take SSD because they're archetypical uh, or an emblematic of hardcore, or do you say to fully understand the period, you 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 need Dead Kennedys, even though I personally, Patrick, does not equate them with hardcore in any way. <laughs> you know no, I mean? no, I think I think yeah. and, and Dead Kennedys gives you well, and because there's gonna be someone listening to this. But more than one, there's people who listen to this and are like, Dead Kennedys, that's not hardcore. And then there's other people who are like, what do you mean? Dead Kennedys has yes. been a hardcore band to me forever, yes. blah, 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 blah. Um, that's not where we're at. Uh, this is five records. We're not going to break our brains. I think this is a good list. I think in this five-year period, if someone just said, hey, I'm, I, it is 8 p.m., and I got to write a paper, I got to do something, whatever nonsense, to do tomorrow. I need five hardcore records from 1980 to 1985 uh, that kind of give me a rough outline. This would do you okay. Are we doing a disservice by not including something like The Void, uh, the void Split? No. No. Are we doing a disservice by not including something like Siege, like the more extreme things, or something like Big boys, yeah. So, saying, so hey, that's here's the, the, here's the musical flexibility. Flipper, I, I don't know. Get I don't know. The fuck out of here. But do, but do you need? <laughs> do, do you need? Uh, yeah. Do you need? See, I mean, Siege is a great example. Do you need that to demonstrate the 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 breadth of uh, of what was going on? If so, right. then then let's make it easy. Uh, uh, How much different is it to the virgin ear? Then to negative approach, yeah, right, right, or or the like, fast of victim of pain, right. If you're going like fucking minute man, you're like that's way different. Or or Husker do right, you know what I mean? Like right. going in a different direction. So no, we're gonna keep this pure because I think the early '80s to me uh, has a lot of these odd angles and directions that it goes in, especially when you start getting into '84, '85. Because the first wave of the hardcore folk start branching out sonically. But that's not really what defines this area era. This is the foundational, like, yo, here's here's the meat and potatoes. Here's here's the 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 
foundation. It starts getting funkier later on, but I think these five are good for 80 to 85. Minor Threat 7-inch, Bad Rain's Roar, Black Flag Damage, Negative Approach 7-inch, and the Agnostic Front Victim in Pain 12-inch. That feels pretty good from 80 to 85. If that's all you got, I think you're doing okay. Yeah. I'm going to make, you know what? Once we're done, I'll make a nice playlist of all these records. Thank you. From people can, all 30, 40 years, and you can like listen to these. And you're going to get something you never heard before. That's so, right. Yeah, even though some of these are quite basic. Pretty routine, obviously. I mean, we talk about Here, approach every every, every episode. goddamn episode. Yeah. And um, they deserve every fucking time. 86 to 90. I think this is a more interesting sort of thing. I think you have to have a Youth of Today record. Let's put Youth of Today, Break Down the Walls, right? Okay. Because I think not just are they a defining band of it sound-wise – they basically lead a movement of a sonic and, you know, lifestyle activity. Uh, so let's let's keep youth of today in there. Break down the walls. What um, else? I mean, my New York is going to show, so I have to be measured on this a little bit. Pick one metallic influenced New York thrashy crossover record. What would it be? Is it Angel Quarrel? Yeah, it's got to be. Can you tell the story of hardcore from 86 to 90 without talking about Chromatic's Age of Quarrel? Patrick? Nope. No. Okay. Enough said. Easy, easy answer. Let's, let's diversify. Can you tell the, hard, the story of hardcore from 86 to 90 without talking about the Discord stuff that happens right there in 85, 86? No, but you got to pick one. And what's the one? Patrick? Probably right to spring. It's right to spring. Not That's embrace right. as much as we like it to be embraced. It's not. <clears throat> no, no, I, I see people by the that. day turning on embrace. I see you out there. It's it's embrace is so good. It's so good. I, I mean, it's bad, but it's good. I, I, people need to understand this. It's bad, but it's good. The emotional pull that the embrace record can elicit for being there's there's just a rawness to it. Um, being made by s- some folks in their mid twenties, which in hardcore age isn't young, right? Right. Um, where you can see the push and pull, and like, look, I think when I was, whenever I first heard this record, which the Embrace record, which was teen years, you know, I think I thought of it as being a very mature, like, man, they might not even think they're playing hardcore. But now when I hear it, these guys, these people were thinking they were, this was 1,000% a hardcore record. No question about it. There's no ounce of that. And that's now what I understand. Um, there's just a difference there. But the Red Spring record is a great answer. Can, what can I, else? Yeah, go ahead. I, I'm sorry. I, I, don't, I really don't want to derail us. But I, I just, looking up SSD's Discog, because I was looking for the year, <clears throat> Uh, it has taken me down like the fucking craziest hole I've I've ever been in. Do you know this stuff? Do you guys ever like when we talk to some real heads? I consider myself a, a hardcore ignoramus because there's things that I enjoy and I can talk about them and I love them very much. But I, the minutia, I I just do not like. Some of it is lost on me, right? And I uh, are you okay? Do you know who who? engineered or produced the some of those ssd records it's, it's a, a boston engineer who has done a ton of stuff 
Nate named uh, uh, Mike. Per, forgive me, the fellow's dead, but it, 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 somebody will correct me. Mike Bostarich. Does that okay? Is that, that name right? is familiar. Yeah. So, uh, his brother, I presume, is uh, Jean Jacques Bastarache, uh, okay. who did the art for exactly four albums. Here they are How We Rock by SSD. Okay. Break It Up by SSD. Okay. Uh, Jolly Old St. Nicholas by SSD. Yeah. And POD, The Fundamental Elements of Southtown. <laughs> <laughs> I wow. so that's that's hole number one. Hole number two is uh, the uh, the fella. Um, uh, who's the fill in guy from uh, Minor Threat? I lost the page. Hold on, um, Steve. Right? Yes. St- yes. St- Steve Hanskin. Uh, are we aware that he has his credits, which are um, limited? Uh, uh, kind of. He did. He's, you know, he's in government issue, I guess, but everybody in DC was, he, he, uh, whatever. One of his major credits is he did, he did the engineering on, on the tool record opiate, opiate. <laughs> like, you know, and then, so how weird a career is this? Yeah, that's weird. Very and weird. I, 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 there's people that know this stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like well, they, there they, is, but that's a, that's a deep cut. The the SSD to POD connection. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're talking the three quarters. Not. I'm glad that you bounced from their engineer to their artist uh, brother. Um, shout out to the How We Rock album art. You're familiar with the How We Rock album art? I am. Story, yeah. Correct? Yeah. The uh, uh, it's Albert's vision of driving cross country. <laughs> yeah, like. Just how we rock, man. You know, I, I'm, so I'm sorry that I've, I've insulted uh, – not insulted. I'm sorry that I have um, not been as charitable t- to, to Al uh, from SSD as I could have been on this program because it, it would be great to have him on a, as an interview subject and just ask, so what was, what was going on here? <laughs> like, what was, Al, Al, like, are you chill? Like at this exact moment, what was happening? <laughs> like, how'd you arrive here? <laughs> so, uh, anyway, um, we can get back to more pressing matters. Eighty-six to ninety. Here's where we're at. Okay, you tell me. today break down the walls. Yeah, the band who spurred a, a movement across the country, Chromax Age of Quarrel. Yep, Rights of Spring, self-titled. Yep. Although. Yeah, uh, yes, yes, it makes it, but it's one of those ones where it's definitely what was going on to a degree, but how how isolated not, was it? Yeah, I don't know. I know, I know. I don't I don't know. It feels like it's in hindsight it's grown in influence so much. So we don't yeah, want to exactly. seem revisionist, but it is an absolutely excellent record. So California, what's going on? rest of the country is there stuff popping that we need to say yo this is this is was important do we go uniform choice i'd like to i think it's the bridge between minor threat and youth of today but if we have minor threat on the first list and youth of today on the second list does that mean we need the bridge would would infest slave be more appropriate here in terms of sonically pushing the envelope, giving a different sound. See, I think they make more sense than Siege on the one before. I agree. I agree. Full stop. Uh, 
to me, the records I would throw out here, and I'm thinking of it right now, Infest Slave, Bad Brains, uh, Eye Against Eye. Because I think Eye Against Eye brought so much influence to the more groovy, chunky, rhythmic stuff that started to hit hardcore right now, right here. Like, I, I don't... I, I, by the way, I think Eye Against Eye comes out in 86, maybe 87. Um, and I think by 90, you could really feel that hardcore bent towards that. Are we missing anything from, like, Chicago? <sighs> I don't think so. Yeah. I, I know. Articles of Faith, no. A- active active from the, that first period through this period, but Nothing I just that I think was there. Um, we're, we're, what else would you say from the late eighties? Like, I mean, would you, would you say judge? Would you say gorilla biscuits? You know, uh, gorilla, gorilla biscuits, biscuits starts gorilla, today. Gorilla biscuits. Gorilla biscuits is important. And I know we know that, but I mean, I think it's, the, it, this is one of these episodes where we, we, we have to be careful not to skip the obvious. So that's gorilla biscuits start today. Boom, done. Yeah. Here's two things. Are, are we considering Descendants a hardcore band? No, right? <sighs> no. Pat, Patty doesn't. <sighs> you know who else we're missing, and they don't really fit in anywhere, but they definitely Fair. deserve to be on this list. Seven seconds. I know. You're fucking sure. <sighs> I mean, the melodic hardcore does Seven seconds. Happen. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. So I feel yeah, like that yeah. might need to, we might need to do revisit you need, do you need, Who do we take out of 80 and 85? Give me the list. Minor Threat, 7-inch. Bad Brains, Roar. Mm-hmm. Black Flag, Damaged. Uh-huh. Negative Approach, 7-inch. AF, Victim, and Pain. Do All right, we, here's that. Go, go ahead. I know what Tom's going to say what he has to I say. I know it. I know it. Oh, my God. What, what, I, I'm, I'm curious to see what you think I was going to say. I, I, th- I thought you were going to take out AF. AF. You know, I was going to say we need to take off negative approach. Whoa, <laughs> all right. Well, Tom, you want to know what I got to say? <laughs> I think AF would understand. Yeah, I do too. Negative approach. I mean, I think, they, but I think they're both so close and probably influence each other. I would. Um, I, we're going to leave it to uh, you. You, you take one off. Fuck, man. I know. But I feel like melodic, hardcore slash pop punk, whatever, doesn't happen without seven seconds. There's a different vein of it, right? Because Milo goes to college predates seven seconds. Black Flag has a significant amount of melody in there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, think like about you know, wish seven like, seconds well, like, through. Ooh, it, it, I know it hits different. It hits different. Beautiful I'm choice ain't happening without them. You said today's not happy with them. Gorilla I'm not sure. Aren't happy with that. I'm them. also not sure what the DC melodic world looks like without this early seven seconds material. You know what I mean? Right, right. GB does not start today is not a thing without the crew. Yeah. All right. Just saying. Just saying. You can't have one without the other. Well, you could <laughs> for this. Okay, <laughs> Patrick. I'm just fighting. For oh, for the stuff. example. I know. Well, the good example is that we could have Infest on the 86 to 90 list. I haven't put it there yet. We could have that without the Siege 7-inch or the Siege demo up above. Um, so, Patrick. I'm here. Negative approach. 7-inch. Seven seconds. The crew. The crew. Agnostic front, victim in pain. You're asking me to select one of those? Select two of the three. Two of the three. 
Okay. Um, I can see this going in any which way, honestly. I know. I know. And Tom, so I have such an affection uh, for the negative approach material, and I take it over AF that it makes me, it makes, it gives me a bias here, right? Because even though, you know, I'm team AF, I still, I would take that record, whatever. So I, but I kind of see his point. Uh, they're, they're similar in a lot of regards. Did AF define things a little bit more? I don't know. Uh, Negative approach was gone. Negative approach is, is, I would love to talk to somebody from like 1983. Yeah. And be like, yo, we all thought they were sick, but like, yeah, it was a blip. Shows were 50 people. AF was like a fucking, like, you know, they're our black flag. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they weren't on victim in pain. It was they. It built up after that. You know what I mean? Well, that's well, sure. An, but that's I, an I interesting think, point. That's how many people? I mean, Pat, when you were starting in hardcore, Bob. Yeah. I mean, I know for myself. In 1991 and 1992, no one was like, "Yo, you need to listen to fucking negative approach." Uh. It well. Okay. So for whatever reason, they negative approach was in my first ten records. So. Okay. So for me, it was whereas that, AF that total recall got in the mix. Yeah, yeah. total recall for sure. Of course. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's also that came out how many years after? Yeah, yeah. you're not wrong. No, no. And 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 that's you know, victim in you know, pain. Like. Victim in pain stayed in weird places, kind of impressed for a while. So right, and like you know, victim in pain, you know, impacted Walter as much as it impacted whoever else, fucking any other core person. Yeah, I bet the negative approach of seven inches. All right, so yeah. so here's oh, here's how I'm going to vote. Um, with the I feel the obligation to say that I prefer the negative approach material, but I'm going to go AF on it. So you're going seven seconds in AF. Yep. Now we going crew or walk together, rock together. I'm going this, crew. This, this yeah, I think you go crew. Um, Privately, I'll, right. I'll have that conversation. Walk together, rock together is really solid. Um, yeah. Tom, just just for fun's sake, negative approach, seven inch, seven seconds of the crew, AF victim in pain. You can pick two of the three. You know three. I got to live here, right? I know, but you can only <laughs> pick two of the three. Because I might still pick negative approach and AF, and I love the crew. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think in terms of I'm, historic. I'm, yeah, I, just like the broad oh, defining, I think I'm going to leave seven seconds off, despite the fact that I love them. But in terms of like importance, yeah, like defining this time period, yeah. So yeah, I'd probably go AF negative approach, but I think in in the grander scheme of things, seven seconds had more influence than both. Both. Yeah. Like Blink, when you know, there's bands that are selling out fucking football stadiums that talk yeah, about seven seconds. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Sorry, man. Yeah. Blink Way Two talks about seven seconds. They have seven second stickers all over over this shit. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. We all love negative approach, but like, good Charlotte ain't picking yeah. up negative approach. All right, I'm gonna pull the negative approach seven inch. All right, seven seconds. The crew, it is. All right, um, back to eighty six to ninety. No, here's what we got: Youth of Today, Break Down the Walls, Chromags, Age of Quarrel. Rights of Spring, self-titled. Gorilla Biscuit starts today. What else to define that? One more, right? I th- yeah, and I oh, think... we go with Infest? I think Infest would make sense here because they bring that 
power violence, thrash, grind, heavy, taking the early 80s stuff to a faster level without going metal. Um, and the only other argument would be, what about the bands who were going a, a little more metal? Chromags or Coral touches that, scratches that itch. But, you know... Uh, well, I mean, with, that's, I mean, like, we're talking about, like, Infest or whatever, but, like, you'd be like, well, what about fucking, like, DRI? Yeah, well, that's the thing. I think DRI... They're bigger. Yeah, but were they, would we say they helped... If they you had five records to define the late 80s, would you pick something like, you know, Crossover or thrash zone i don't know um i mean i don't POC know for the same thing. yeah right 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 yeah, yeah. I, I know you're, you're probably gonna go nyhc i think we got three new york bands here so i'm just trying to give one external and i know youth of today arguable gb is uh what do we say patrick opine here what do you got are we missing anything from the late 80s I told you this would be the spot where my timeline gets so hazy that I put shit in 1990 that was like 1986. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like so, uh, I I don't know. I think our list like should we so should we do Inside Out? Should we do the Burn Seven Inch? You know, like there's a lot of stuff that Inside Out Seven Inch is pretty important, especially as it goes forward. Oh God! Damn. But I would love to look at the time frame because I feel like the Burn. I think of Burn as a 90s band. I think the Burn Seven Inch is 1990. And I think Inside Out is 1990 as well. This, oh, so they are both. All right. So this is not included in our five, in that five year period. 86 to 90, yes. That oh, is so 91 to 95. We are. It's, it's like oh. 86, 87, 88, 89, 90, yeah, 91, 92, 93, 94, 95. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. um, yeah, the Burn 7 inch is 90. Inside Out 7 inch is 90. I mean, Inside Out is far more influential. Then I think it's I think it's a pretty big and it's no one's just no one's saying it's a bad record either. So (laughs) no, but I mean I think that record created the new age, you know, helped create the new age sound and uh, everything else. Do you think the Inside Out Seven Inch is more influential than Bad Brains Eye Against Eye? Yes. Wow. People can feel however they they want to feel about their imaginary bullshit. But the reality is that uh, for everybody that claims to have uh, Bad Brains as as like a huge influence, I've heard two bands in the last 10 years that I go, oh, well, you know, I think I heard a Bad Brains riff. Uh, and one of them is the Bad Brains are two or three steps always. Yeah. Yep. 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 You're not wrong. With charge and Turnstile, did you say? No. One of, I said one of them was Turnstile. The other, the other one uh, – uh, 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 what is the damn band? It's uh, it's uh, uh, Seb's band. What uh, regulate, 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 uh, uh, regulate when they when they go when they go slightly funkier. Yeah. It to me it sounds late era bad brains, and they I guess late era is mushy when we're talking about a band that. But it's not God of Love, but it's it, <laughs> like it's, it's it sounds like it could be. Um, rise even you know okay yeah no i think that's good do we feel good about this list youth today break down the walls chrome age of quarrel right spring grill biscuit starts today inside out no spiritual surrender yeah tough time. yeah it's tough because what's what no tears too but yeah god T- tom 
I don't know how we talk about sick of it all. I mean, I know we talk about sick of it all every fucking episode, but I'm saying like, I don't know how we have an honest conversation about sick of it all because in, I was reading a vice write up from a few years ago, I think about sick of it all. And it's there. You couldn't tell me in the year 2000 that there was a bigger hardcore band or that there was going to be a bigger hardcore band, you know? (laughs) And and now um, I don't think kids see them through that lens at all. And it's, it's just such, it's uh, just such a different thing that has happened with sick of it all, where I feel like, as we've talked about, I feel like sticking around has, has hurt the perception and not even because the material's bad. It's just that people, you know, it's it's just it's a in strange many thing. many many ways. It's a strange thing that's going on, right? But it's it's impacted them in many many. Sticking around has impacted them in many ways. Yeah. Some self inflicted. I'm uh, yeah, but I'm very sympathetic because when you love doing a thing, it, like one of my bandmates said that the other day said, ah, let, let's let's take like four years off and just come back for a big check." And I said, what? <laughs> I said, you assholes. I actually like doing this thing. You know what I mean? Like, to me, that shit is so weird. Like, I understand bands aren't intentionally, you know, that was just a flippant comment that, that a bandmate, bandmate made. But, and, and I understand that bands aren't actually doing that. But a lot of people do suggest, hey, if you took time off, this would be, you know, you could it would be good for you. But what are you supposed to do when that's your... You know, even if it's not your vocation, even if it's just something you love doing, sucks. (laughs) Sucks. Yeah. Sucks, bro. Okay. Uh, I feel like we should move to 91 to 95. Let's do it. What are the the five records from the early 90s to give it a shape? I mean, it's got to be. Here we go. Yep. Are we ready? It is... um, Integrity. I knew you were leading with that. Yep. Yeah, Which integrity that. record? Those for tomorrow. Go. Yeah. Okay. I agree. Game changer. I agree. Um, I would say ninety ninety four. Life love regret. Okay. Unbroken. Say it again. I would say life love regret nineteen ninety four. Okay. Uh, may not hit for Bob and I. Go on. I mean, and that's what this. That's what this. But is. I, I think for this list. It would it makes sense, you know. Uh, Earth yeah. Crisis, what Firestorm? That was next. Yep. Okay. Yep. No question. I mean, it's funny how much of a fucking hold Victory Records has on this <laughs> this era. Yeah, but I was even going to say Strife One Truth. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> see, that was the pre, pre like the predecessor to the Youth Crew re- reunion, re- like revival yeah, the revival stuff. Sure, sure, sure. That record came out, I think, ninety four as well, maybe ninety five. Yeah. Who's doing Judge in 1995? Let's be realistic. Let's be fair. Only band straining it through integrity at that point. Yeah. Um. Let's see. The do we do we talk? Okay. So strife is on the list. Is is consideration? Do we consider? Um. Civ the Civ set your goals record. Because while I think it's probably, I think that's 95, while I think it's my favorite record, one of my favorite records from this time, I really like it, I don't know that it defines hardcore from this time. 
No, I mean, look. It's a, it's the early Jace. <laughs> right. You know, we also have to go for Patty. Shelter. Oh, oh I was going to say it's scratching surface. Oh, sure. Look, so here's the question. And we always arrive back here on what actually shaped anything. Uh, sure. Shelter would help you understand a time frame well, in my opinion, because it's subculture within subculture. It It is like, let's say that hardcore is an extension of punk. Let's say punk is an extension of rock, blah, blah, blah. And then you arrive at Krishna hardcore. <laughs> right, right, so right, right. This, this is layers uh, so, so do we do shelter mantra here? Is that is that fair? Do we go with with the earlier records? I know I'm I'm I love. I'd go quest, but but I, I'm trying to think of what to give someone to give them the shape of that band. <clears throat> oh, oh mantra is the most listenable. Yeah, well, you give the mantra also because mantra, in my opinion, uh, also dials in some of what Burn w- was doing. Like you guys love Burn, Burn. It, it still doesn't connect for me as well as it does for you guys. Sure. But I think that band shelter, for example, uh, kind of, um, disney burn. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. You know, those and I love, sh- I love shelter. I'm not, I don't quit. mean a thing by that except. <laughs> no, you're, you, I, I think you hit it. Um, yeah. Okay. So shelter mantra, we're going to put there. Uh, how do we feel about rounding out this five with quicksand slip? A hundred percent. That was what my next thing I was going to say. Yeah. So how do we feel about this list for 91 to 95 integrity? Those who fear tomorrow unbroken life, love, regret, earth crisis, firestorm, shelter, mantra, quicksand slip. I think that's it. So I'm strong five, a strong five. Although are we missing um, something more metal? Well, I mean, you could put, so this is the problem, right? If you're talking about the, the, We're not talking the favorite, though. extent. No, no. If you're talking no, about the and ex- I mean, there's somebody out there screaming that we're leaving off, you know, uh, the blank 77 or casualties or, or, or anal or content. oxymoron or yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so the, okay. So th- it's not a problem. It's our, it's our, it's our, it, when I th- I was going to say the problem is that our lens is undeniably hardcore focused and, but that's not the pro it's not a problem. It's our podcast. It's our, you know, yeah, it's so, like, so just get it. Cause, cause you know, if you wanted to argue that we should put the discharge, a discharge EP in the 80 to 85, I would, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. You're right. You know, you know, that's okay. Um, we got some blind spots, but we're trying to give you a nice round one for somebody who's hearing this for the first time. Who wants to hear, uh, five records because now we're starting to get to the interesting part. I was really excited once we started to get to here, not necessarily this one, but the next couple 96 to 2000. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Fuck. 
Yeah, long pause. Sorry, I'm doing research research because I yeah, because because Tom, when we've done exercises like this, we always fuck it up for, with the time. You know what I mean? No, it's it's okay. okay. Right. Just don't be. You know, we, we look if it's if it's on the edge and it's like 95 or 2000. You know what I mean? Like we're not going to break balls here. Hold um, on, T- T- Tom. Can you say? The fella that's at the that's uh, kind of the the, the uh, what's his role? God damn it! Never mind. I'm, I was going to ask you to say something from Krishna uh, consciousness that is just one of the most basic ass things, and I cannot. Can you say any of these people's names? I mean, not probably. Well, Bhakta, what? Prabhupada. Yeah, say, say it fast for me. Prabhupada. Prabhupada. I can't say it at all, man. Come on, buddy. Come can't on. say That's it. an easy one. I can't. All right, I got you. love <laughs> Indian food. What are we doing? Get you some, some, some Prabhupada on the side. Oh, all right. Listen, this is not an easy one for me. If that I, was some sort of a plum sauce, you would be able to say it. No, that's not true. I fuck up those two. <laughs> um, this is uh, – oh, by the way, we got an email the other day asking us if we wanted to uh, uh, email uh, interview any uh, fat – Records, uh, people. Oh, see, yeah, okay. Well, who got an email? Actually, uh, like uh, the singer of uh, the singer of uh, uh, what's Blues Traveler? Like Blues Traveler <laughs> in a few pounds. You said the Fat Records people, fr- Fat. Oh, records. Uh, I see. I see. I see. We go paintball playing. We know how. <laughs> <you do. laughs> uh, uh, yeah, no, I, I, uh, I did. Fat not Mike respond. only. Sure, we'll tell Fat Mike. We'll talk to him about. Uh, Seeing minor threat and like pee in his pants or some stupid shit story that he's got. Um, cool. Uh, all right, back to this. Ninety six to two thousand. Uh, uh, number one. Yep. Hate breed satisfaction. Oh yeah. Okay. okay. Fine. Hate breed satisfaction. I would also go Marauder Master Killer. Uh, maybe. Yeah, I think that's that's influenced a lot of shit. You may not like it. Um, I, I think uh, uh, floor punch seven inch. Yep, I was going to ask you which one you would think would go. It's the floor punch seven inch, and the, yeah. maybe somebody could say the demo, but it's the seven inch um, is the big. Is that goal line stand? The goal line stand is the demo, and the seven seven inch is division one champs. Uh, goal right, line stand is the two launch. is the demo and seven inch on a twelve inch. Deep breed satisfaction, Marauder Master Killer. Yeah. <sighs> so here's where stuff gets funny, like. What I mean, what do you need the cave in record here, Patrick? Yes, uh, it's. I, I mean, I don't know. Yes, I do personally because uh, I think it influenced a lot of stuff. But uh, you know, in our conversation, botch versus cave in is botch more influential? Maybe. Well, and it's influential, but it's also what what helps define this time. Like to me, it's like almost. I mean, converge like, over both. I yeah, think and I think maybe one. converge. Jane Doe, does Jane Doe come out in 2000? Oh, one. Yes. It's a one. So but even I, this it, might be like when forever comes crashing. Like that was like, oh, everyone became a, that was like a a turning point in, you know, metallic hard. That's and well in, in how it migrated. Like, like think of how out, how big a deal. Like we, this is funny waves, right? The late eighties, you get revelation in the early nineties, you get a lot of, uh, victory in the late 90s you get a lot of evr and it's where those yep. things kind of migrate um so all right you say you think conver- converge when forever comes crashing 
I mean, I think that's like a. I mean, it's not and, nearly uh, their best record, but I think that was like a big. Yeah, I, I, I can't change in hardcore. Well, and it was a big deal. It was it. Okay. Um, and then what else do we have here? I'm trying to think. You know, we one. have to add. I mean, do we go crudos? Well, so uh, on that side of things, do you go Orchid crudos? or Seisha or one yeah, of those? Do you go His Heroes Gauntlet? Like, what? Are, like those are bands who push through in certain ways. You know what I mean? Um, and this was the time where you started to see those push throughs. You know, um, Crudos is tough because I don't think they just have one record. Like they have a split, which I think is their best material, but like, I don't know. Um, man, this is a funny question. I mean, do we have to put like an Orchid or a Seisha or one of those bands that like. Yes. Yeah, you think so? Okay. Yes. It might be Orchid, right, Pat? It's Orchid. All right. What record is it? Uh, Chaos is Me. Chaos is Me. Orchid, Chaos is Me. Oh, that right. Evolution. Everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. No, I mean, as soon as you see, you're like, oh, that one. It was everywhere. All right. So if we were to say from 96 to 2000 to give someone an outline of the time, and I actually think it's fun because... uh, To 2000? 96 to 2000. Because, Bob, at 2000, we've got a... There's a hard entry that has to be in there. Who, A.N.? Tragedy. I'm going to... I know, damn it. But I mean, if that's like the first record, I don't think that counts. We can do tragedy. I, like tragedy. I think tragedy goes for the next four, five years. I think they go for the next next. Yeah, year. because I you're not wrong. Tragedy's right there. Uh, like 2000, uh, like 2001, 2005. We'll throw tragedy. Poison the Welsh. I think they're 2000, aren't they? Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, but that's you, really you old. guys are gonna that's you're, old, you're right? gonna yeah. you're about to step in shit, fellas. Okay, we'll see. Um, let's see this real quick. Uh, so if 96 to 2000 is hate breed satisfaction of the death of desire marauder master killer floor punch division one champs converge when forever comes crashing orchid chaos is me though i will say i think that we should the cave record is called until the, until, until your heart, heart stops. stops i think that should be the one here i think that was that was even at the time from Over my perspective over converge and then converge Jane Doe's in the next period. Because I felt I like everyone I knew who loved Converge loved that cave in record just a little better. I don't know. You don't know? Yes. Yes. And I think it honestly, I think in most respects, <coughs> it, it ages better. But It's a I, better record. But yeah. I'm saying like, yeah. I feel like Converge, when that record came out, everyone was like, they were always like popular and then they became like, the thing and then the next x amount of years were people trying to do converge that's right and then they're like then that's when they did jane doe because we're like everyone's copying us and doing fucking when forever comes crashing that's cool because we're going to do jane doe and no one's going to be able to do that this is a tough one patrick and tom i'm going to let you guys decide this between cave in and, and converge in terms of favorite i would go until your heart stops same but in terms but- of this list kind of defining of the impact era. I'm saying when when frogs comes crashing, Pat. Yeah, I mean it can't be it can't be overstated how big a deal Converge was, how how game changing yeah. Converge was. No, because no, they were a big deal before Jane Doe, and then Jane Doe hit, and it was one of those things where meteoric. Like when, when a a draft prospect comes into a sports league and actually lives up to it, it's like oh shit, this is going to be a big one. Oh shit, it's as big as we thought, maybe bigger. Yeah, and uh, correct, and then you also have this. 
But then you have this other thing that Caven's uh, trajectory actually, we could argue, went to greater heights, even though they're not particularly impressive for me. Like, I could give a fuck about playing with the Foo Fighters, but um, that's on the next record. So Mm -hmm. maybe we count the next record. Even though it's yeah, not it remotely hardcore. Fuck, this is a hard yeah, exercise. Well, <laughs> it's, a, it's a hard exercise. All right, Patrick, you think we're going to step into shit? Uh, but we right now, we feel okay with Orchid, Chaos is Me, Converge, When Forever Comes Crashing, Floor Punch, Division 1 Champs, Marauder, Master Killer, and Hatebreed, Satisfaction, The Death of Desire as five records that help define 96 to 2000. Yeah, I personally think we could probably do it better than Marauder, but... Uh, Main one. Yeah, it's tough. There's what stuff. do you want to do? You want to, you want to put yourself out there and be like, well, what about that first H2O LP? I mean, look, stuff like, oh, hey. No, it was huge. It was, it was huge. huge. It was huge. Yeah, but that didn't define anybody's era of hardcore. You I think it might have. It, yeah, but they they just. Yeah, look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but those people go to punk rock bowling now, and that's it. Come on, man. Get out. Yeah, but that's a person. Trust me. Oh, I know it's a person. I I respect them, but I, I you tell I don't know. I mean, if you wanted to be like, oh, for those who were crucified, like maybe like put it all out war over that because all out war was all out war. All out war is a funny one because uh, maybe a low key influence on everything, and yet only name checked by the very few. Uh, and here's another one that like has kind of become like you know you can't really talk about them because of personal stuff. Blood for Blood. It was huge. It oh, was huge. huge. That huge. impact on like got to be added. Got to be added. You got to. There right, might be so, time. I like yeah. my favorite was Outlaw Anthems just because we toured with them on that. And like that had so many great songs. But like I think if you go to like fucking spit my last breath or something like yeah. that changed Ooh. like that took sheer terror uh, to another level. They're torn with fucking fear and Dropkick Murphy's playing big yeah. tours. Yeah, they did. Big. And like. We're, you know, everyone may believe they were from Boston. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's funny. And I mean, they, but they those dudes impact fucking Right Brigade, sure. Who then yeah. impact fucking An? Who impact yep. fucking hardcore for five, ten years? So it's, uh, man. So the, the funny, fuck. the funny, interesting thing is, uh, "Spit My Last Breath" is good. I think "Revenge on Society" was very big. And I think maybe it is revenge is the one we got to go for. Society. Living in Exile pulls in a lot more of the like Oi Street Punk stuff that yeah. I think it's their best material, but I think it's probably Revenge on Society. Yeah. So what do you put this record over? Are you putting Blood for Blood, Revenge on Society over Marauder Master Killer? Yeah, I do. Yes, because I I, okay. I I don't agree in terms of my own choice. But the Master Killer stuff is a lot of uh, revisionist. Right. You were there for you know, it. Now we're getting, but now we're getting into the errors that we were all here for. And you're like, you no. motherfuckers were not like no. jocking whatever you jock now. No, Blood for Blood was really, really big. Really big, dude. Really big. Converge was really big. There was a whole scene of that. The Orchid thing. I, I can't tell you a lick about Orchid other than the fact. Me it, neither. It but I knew. God damn everyone. You know. Everywhere, everywhere, yeah, and they yeah. Had, yeah. So, all right, let's let's move it forward to two thousand one to two thousand five. You know, we're also missing. Sorry, no, I'm going to add another please, one. Please, please, please. Jersey's best dancers. Well, so I had a question. I was thinking about that. Do you do Lifetime? Hello, bastards. I think Come that's on. a band whose influence grew so much after the fact. 
They were big at the time, though. At the very tail end, they started getting big and broke up, right? Yeah. Um, uh, as someone who frequented Ari's record store, I could tell you they were n- <laughs> those checks were not coming in from from lifetime residuals. We'll say that. Sure. Um, and it was I, like I. It's almost like I was too in New Jersey to say like, "Oh, this was huge." Like to be honest, was the saves of the day through being cool record bigger? Probably. Yes. Like probably a bigger thing. That was national right away. It had the EVR signature. EVR bent their signings based on Saves the Day's success, you know, which low key probably leads to the Coheed and Cambria shit of the world. You know what I mean? Um, I like Coheed and Cambria. No, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, but that's you know, Saves the Day was full stop bigger than Lifetime ever I was. Know. And and it's like it's worth the note the mention here. Um, but as of right now, we have Hatebreed, we have Blood for Blood, we have Floor Punch, we have Converge, we have Orchid. Certainly, Lifetime isn't represented here, but that's okay. We're gonna we're gonna move forward. We're gonna move forward all just right. on, in the interest of time. Um, we'll spare all gory details. You know what I mean? Um, two thousand one to two thousand five. Just conver- three off the bat. Converge. Off okay, bat. go go three off the bat. I mean, it's Converge Jane Doe. Okay, and background music. Yep. Bane give blood. Oh. You never get the you've never seen a band get a reaction like you saw off when that was true. Um at the last in my eyes show, which was in October two thousand, um Bane didn't play at the top of the show. They played midway through the show, even though they were already pretty established. When I tell you they had the biggest reaction of the set, include of the show, including in my eyes, who had that was their last set, including the Project X cover with Porcel going up there and singing Straight Edge Revenge, all that stuff. Um, I feel like I'm still underselling it because I was in the back of the room, Bane played, and it felt like the building was going to collapse on itself. It was nuts. People went fucking bonkers. So uh, I think that makes sense, and we already have three slots. All right, so let's go tragedy, uh, tragedy vengeance, vengeance uh, tragedy self-titled could fit here too. Tragedy self-titled, yeah, it's the better of the two, even though both are very good. Um, and we have one slot left to define two thousand one to two thousand five. I uh, mean, it has to be opposite of December. I, we none of us probably agree. But like no, big after that, we're all. It's a huge record. It's a huge record. It's if you only have five slots, you know. Like uh, to me, I go. Well, what about stuff like mental? Mental had a moment. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. In this room, Dick. Yeah. Well, you can. Those are some of my friends, so don't be too. Oh no, 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 no! Not even about them. Okay, go ahead. But I mean, we think about like when we think about hardcore. Fucking mental was huge. Right. In hardcore, but they were one were, were a shadow of the size of attendees of like Poison the Well or some shit, yeah, or even American Nightmare, <laughs> yeah. Well, That's yeah. Just, like I think about like we think about negative approach, and it's like, dude, but like Bad Brains are like so much like more just famous. Well, and so that is the the fun part of That's the crux. I'm not saying that. No, no, no you're way. totally right. You're totally right. And bands that are is, more important to me. That, that is that the fun part because because some of these bands like Orchid. What's you know? I mean, there's there's bands on this list who likely 
you know, like played to how many, what do you think the max number of people rights to spring played to was i mean it could be fucking 150 people yeah. i have right. you know what i mean like and i'm sure they played a couple shows to i'm less gonna than say 400 people. people over the time that they were a band correct right sure. whereas Cormags are opening fucking motorhead tours you know what I mean? that's the beauty right. of hardcore right. that's the yeah. beauty. you know what i mean inside outs playing backs of skate shops uh, Grill Biscuits playing fucking backyards and shit you know like that shit all is cool and it all right. works out but mental had a huge, huge mental was big, and it's hard for hard. me to. Man, it's tough. To, I mean, for that it. era though, they were probably like. I mean, they were the, one of the earlier bands to kind of be like, "Yo, if this band name checks X, yep, you know it's good." So here's my like, question: They made Super Touch a thing <laughs> in the 2000s. So I can explain this to people for context because that's just factual. The Super Touch LP was never repressed until 2010 maybe but that's because you could order copies of it from revelation until mental started big up in them and the sales of the super touch record the lp went through not through the roof but became a steady seller enough that it was like whoa people like this record now it was and i say that as someone who loved super touch early on so right. it was, it's very interesting to see okay here's my question between Converge, Jane Doe, American Nightmare, and Bane Give Blood, do you get a more well-rounded picture if you drop one of those and add something else? Because I think those are three different things, but they're almost variations. Yeah, but if we just like to try to give an overview of that time. It's not just an overview. It's a defining. It's a, like you want to give the stretches and outs, and it's only five. So I like, like the list there. Hate breed, blood for blood, floor punch, converge, orchid. Those are five pretty different flavors. Integrity, unbroken, earth crisis, shelter, quicksand. Five different flavors. I'm fine with this list. Converge, an bane, tragedy, poison the well. Are we missing anything? I'm sure. Patrick, what are were we you missing? listening to at the time? What was like real big for you at the time? Oh, uh, mental was huge, and that was one of the biggest things. Uh, but I will also say. Probably it's crazy for us to leave off terror lowest to low. It's uh, crazy to leave off terror. Crazy it's to funny because you don't think of them back then, but they were. It's and great because it's huge. It's still so fucking vibrant now that you go, oh wait a minute, they were around then too. Holy shit! Yeah. So I think terror lowest to low has to be on here. That might be. All, I'd get, probably go that over. over I mean those Bane reactions, but no one tried to. No one can really sound like Bane. I feel like Terror people came. People were like, "We're going to sound like Terror now." I'm going to say. I'm going to say we fucked up the last round too because I would have to reexamine to see where Hot Water Music goes on this. <sighs> uh, right. Well, that once we start getting those adjacent things, it really starts pushing it out, right? And that's why, like, same thing, like leaving off something like Saves the Day. There's, it's tough, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, Terror's got to go on there. Though. Terror's on there. I, I put Terror yeah. on there and drop Bane, unfortunately. Which is nuts. Yeah. Well, you know what? And here's the thing for Bane. Their testament is that just Give Blood, I think, is the Bane record for a lot of people. But I've also yeah. had longtime Bane fans say that that last record, the 2014 record, is as good as anything there. they've done. A well record. Yeah. 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 Like, is this good, you know? So, and, and, you know, their biggest songs are on records that people are like, eh, the rest of the record, eh. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, AN is is really kind of inarguable. I think Terror is inarguable. I think Tragedy is inarguable. I think Poison the Wells 
inarguable, despite the fact that it had no impact on me. I know how big it was in the yeah, that's the other, really the other room. You know what I mean? And Converge is the same thing. Um, I feel I wonder if we should have Converge on both the ninety six to two thousand and two thousand one to two thousand five list, but it's okay. I mean, the only thing was Jane Doe was like such a big record, but no one can do it. I feel like when Forever comes crashing, everyone was like, "We're gonna do this." Now. How many like, people's favorite Converge record is Jane Doe? Probably oh. most. <clears throat> no, not anymore. Not anymore. Like it, it's uh, oh, no, a lot of people got into the later day shit. There's they've put out a lot of records that have connected with people since then. Um all right. I, well this this five year period is tough. This is a tough one. I mean, as they all are, but it's a very fruitful period. I mean, and there's there's people like you know, like there's somebody screaming, Why why don't you have the carry on record on here? Why don't you have this? And, you know, like, hey, we're trying. We're trying to have a little representation. I think the AN background of music catches a lot of that stuff. Um, 2006 to 2010. This is an interesting time frame. Um, I'm going to throw names out. We're going to have to figure out the records. Patrick, Nails. get yourself in here. Oh, uh, I, 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 struggle I think, I think they go into the next one. I think Nails, it's the... Uh, Either Are they uh, in the next I think abandon all life. Uh, the first, yeah, I think that's they. I think they go in the twenty tens. Uh, trapped under ice. Uh, well, so two thousand six to two thousand ten. I think have heart. Probably, you know. I think. Yep. Uh, and it's things we carry, or it's uh, the second LP, the staring into the sun, or whatever. I think the things we carry is the one. Yeah, I think so too. Um, and I think that sort of. Uh, becomes the torchbearer for a lot of other stuff of that ilk, you know, the verses and many other bands of that. Um, what else from this I mean, uh, ceremony, violence, violence yeah. or yep. runner park. Okay. Oh, listen, let's go, let's go down the list. We need ceremony. We need trash talk. We need, um, fucked up, fucked up, fucked up, fucked up hidden world. Yeah. What year is hidden world? 2006. It's gotta be on there. Yeah. It's undeniably. I think ceremony is violence, violence. Uh, Ronert Park is maybe, maybe objectively better. But violence, there's no violence, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> there's no violence, maybe. violence is a, is the, you know, uh, take a swing at the world record. You know, it's the record that caught all the energy. I think that record. It was like a sea change. Yeah, yeah, they 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 got a lot of power right there. Man, see, here's the thing with trash talk: do they have a record? I don't think they do. I love that first fucking. I don't know if it's the first one, but it's not plagues, available it's plagues. on plagues. It's not available on anything. Okay, interesting. I think that's that's a good argument, actually. Interesting plagues. I'm going to put it in the consider pile here. Um, you know, we also got to throw in there and not. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's true because between 05 and 2010, this was like a fucking band that I think influenced a lot of people. Mm. Do we go Modern Life is War Witness? No, it was big. Uh, Modern Life is War was big. All right. That changed a lot of shit. A lot of people like played a little slower. Yeah. No, I think and not in like so a moshy okay, way. Wait, 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 I, it, I think we take off Trash Talk, and I think our list is this. And I'm, I'm a, my last suggestion is Iron Age Constant Struggle. Because so, I think that right. gotten, I think that represents a lot of things. Have hard things we carry. Ceremony, violence, violence, fucked up, hidden world, Iron Age, constant struggle, and Martin Life is War Witness. Um, what else? Okay, what what years are these through? 
2006 to 2010. Yeah, look, you guys are going to want to play silly little games and give, uh, say, hey, we can push Trapped Under Ice to 2010 and on. Yeah, the demo was huge. The demo and Stay Cold were bigger than <laughs> like we got to we got to confront reality here. Well, can we can we say they defined 2011 to 2015 more so than 20, yes. 2006 to 2010? You guys are playing the little demo games. 2008. Which of the world is 09, dude? You're playing little games. Stay cold. All right. So that falls off. God damn it! And what if, yeah, we forgot no warning. No uh, warning yeah. in the first. No warning in the oh one to oh five. Who do they knock out? That's the question. I mean, it's five records. We knocks out opposite of December. Yeah, if we're staying in hardcore, I know, I know. Well, you know, because like opposite of December like impacted a lot of bands that like are not remotely hardcore. Fine, I'm very happy to take a post in the well out. Sure. No warning, no blood. Like, Let's do blood. It. It's fucking great. New York hardcore. It was the best New York hardcore record since fucking you know <laughs> set it off. Probably that's a great that that. Let's do eventually our our. Actual best New York hardcore records that aren't off from New York because obviously we've got a few. Uh, no warning, ill bloods right at the very top. Um, have heart, things we carry, ceremony, violence, violence, fucked up, hidden world. <sighs> Here's what I see: trapped under ice, stay cold, or the demo. I think the demo. What about secrets of the world, man? I love secrets of the world. I think the demo and stay cold are big. Yeah, demo. It's. It, I don't think there's anything. Really? Yeah. 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 Yeah, um, and I say that as someone who I, you know, like Secrets has some bangers. Um, so then it's Trapped Under Ice, Modern Lives War Witness, and then Iron Age Constant Struggle. Man, it's tough. Uh, ah, man. So I mean, Trash Talk too. Like Trash Talk was fucking gigantic. Trash Talk was gigantic, but I, th- no offense. I think you catch a little bit of that energy from the ceremony, violence, violence stuff. Sure. Sonically, yeah, sure. there's some differences. And I would point people to Plagues. I think that is a very Lord. interesting trash talk record to listen to. Yeah. And live, it was, you could really see a thing there. Um, look, if so it's, it's me, Marlon Moore deserves some recognition here. 100%. But Iron Age begat fucking a lot power of things trip. and a lot of things. Uh, yeah. Um. And what are we doing? The what? What Iron Age record? Constant struggle. Constant struggle. Constant struggle. Yeah. Uh. See, I think I'm. I think I'm comfortable. Look, the Trapped Under Ice demo. The exercise is defining, like giving a definition to this time frame. When that demo hit, they immediately took over. Like it was, they were a demo playing basements band for yep. <clears throat> maybe maybe six months, maybe not even. Yep. But I want to give a parallel um, to people in the more who are more younger, maybe more current. Uh, that Gulch video that was like a house video that kind of was crazy. And people were like, "Oh shit!" There was a trapped under ice video from some basement in Baltimore. It yep. went around. It was like, "What the fuck is this?" And uh, in a prehistoric <laughs> internet video vibe, that really set sail. Um, and by 2010, 2011, for sure, they were they were already gold standard. Um, shit. All right, 
to me, I'm dropping my life is war. Unfortunately, I think I'm putting. I think that's fair. Yeah, and and it's close. Yeah, it is. It is close. They were a big, big thing. Some of the best shows I've ever seen. Yeah, they were. All right, 2011 to 2015. Um, I mean, Power Trip. Yes, uh, Power Trip, uh, first LP. Nightmare Logic or <laughs> Manifest Decimation? I think Manifest Decimation because Nightmare Log is 2017, I think. Um, I have it down as 2016, but we will defer to you, sir. Yeah, I think, yeah, that's fine. Uh, I think, but it's, it, falls I mean, outside, it, was, it falls outside the 2015 loose range there. So, but I, okay. I, I, I prefer, I prefer Nightmare Logic of the two records. All right, so let's you know what let's say I don't maybe we, we yeah. let's save Power Trip for the next one. See this, this you know so what here's where is. I go Touche Amore yeah Touche uh, Amore Party, Party of the Sea uh, title fight title fight listen Shed. can we talk about stuff that does not get shine right now just because it's like not considered a cool type of music but was undeniable which is shit like Defeater. Like yeah. that was the thing. That's, I felt like we have to, that's exactly yeah, Modern right. exactly Life is a great example. Like, look t- to our listeners. I was having a conversation the other day uh, with somebody and I felt like I was coming off judgmental. Like I was saying, I, I was essentially saying, yeah, it, I think it's tricky to find a label for, for uh, stuff that s- melodic hardcore is tough. It's tough to find a label for it. If you are trying to do uh you know, anything more than local or basement or whatever, uh, because it's just not cool right now. And I think that I came off as though that's my, like, that's a value judgment on my part. It it's not things come in and they come out of favor. And right now, melodic hardcore is just not cool. It, it will be cool within five years. There's no doubt, right? (laughs) It, It always comes back. But, uh, I think that, when having these conversations, there's like a real, um, you know, maybe people just disregard, you know, because it's it's not a, a top of mind right now. But Defeater was fucking big, man. Big, you know what big, I mean? Like big, it was big, big, big. <clears throat> hard, hard yeah. to ignore, yeah. even if you wanted to. No, uh, no question, they were big. They they really. So what is it? It's um, yeah. Travels was I think is that. Yeah, that's the f- that was their first one. They 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 span between the 05 and the tens and did really well. Um, here's the five for t- 2011 to 2015, and you guys can tell me if we're missing anything. Nails abandoned all life. Turnstile nonstop feeling. Mm-hmm. Touche parting the sea between brightness and me. Title fight shed. Code orange. I am king. I mean, those are all strong contenders. What are we missing? I mean, Pat, I mean, we're probably missing. I would say we're missing a foundation record. That's tough. I would think we're missing a. I see the argument. I see the argument. Blacklisted record. Oh, yeah. I would have put Blacklisted in the 2005, 6 to 10 range. Um, Heavier than Heaven. uh, Is when? 2008, I want to say. Oh, shit. I didn't realize it was that long ago. Okay. Yep, 2008, and then I think our apartment is the following year, uh, 2009. Wow, okay. Maybe it. Um, it is tough, guys. Um, let's see this. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Heaven in the Heaven is 2008. No One Deserves is 2009. Uh, hard to leave them off that list. Shit, man. Um, all right. Yeah, this is a super hard activity. What from 2011 to 2015 is completely not represented by the Nails, Turnstile, Touche, Title Fight, Code Orange list? Like Power Trip. I mean, I would say Foundation. Okay. Okay. Just because, I mean, that created its own fucking, like, yeah. 90s revisionism. Yes, that's true. Because of that. Yeah. And it's yeah. It, and there's still those there's still a threat of those bands today. So that that's an argument for it for sure. And um, you'd say the uh, smoke clears LP, right? I mean, I would think so. I mean, or it could be hang your head. Oh, yeah. seven. Well, that was 2009. That was before. Uh, yeah, we'll say we'll say when when the smoke clears. I mean, turncoat probably, but I feel like that's almost too new, and that's 2015. Next, yeah, yeah, that people. But they were on their way out when that came out. I think found the, I think yeah. when the smoke clears, like yeah, they, 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 the, the, the writing was on the wall. They were they knew they were toast. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it, it's sort of it's uh, this activity isn't to totally do the hey we're, we're missing stuff because you're not both of you guys are making great points whether it's defeater or foundation we're talking about blacklist like yo blacklist wasn't just one of the best bands of their time period they were clearly one of the definitive bands of that time period like clearly and it's yeah it, well, heavier in, than in the same way that deserves a spot there yeah in the same way that defeater <clears throat> is kind of not top of mind. Uh, blacklisted doing these shows, I think <clears throat> kind of, uh, uh, reminded people that this is a great band, but they were not top of mind for the last few years either. And I think people really forget that it was right in that conversation. I mean, there was a reason that, that, um, have heart ceremony blacklisted. There's a re there's a reason that that tour really stuck in people's minds is because that was, that that was what was bubbling. That was what you know. That was what it was, was cool. quite intentional to do those bands all together and make it like a yeah. big deal because it was. Hey, this is awesome. So, um, uh, incendiary. God, what what era is it? What era are we giving incendiary? Because they gotta they gotta make it. Obviously, um, man, they're tough because. When I think of them, the record I think of, hold on, it's so funny. They came, they went way far when we did the thing. Is Cost of Living, which is 2013. Man, I mean, I think they got to be in there. All right. Yeah. So here's the, here's what we did. We did not have very much stuff in the adjacent category anywhere. No. Do we take title fight off? We can't. No. We can't. can't. No. I mean that. I mean the reverberations from that is still being. Felt oh, I mean it's it, it, it been hardcore. Um, it created labels and a fucking a scene. Turnstile nonstop feeling. I wish like like it's hard to explain because they're so much bigger now. But that record was a generational record for a lot of kids. Yeah, there yeah. were Turnstile kids in 2015, 16, 17. There were people who didn't understand Turnstile and thought they sounded like Red Hot Chili Peppers or 311 because of that record who then Time and Space came out and were like, oh, okay, this band's pretty great, huh? Damn. Yeah. And then by the time Glow On comes out, they were just a phenomenon. So it's hard. Yeah. It's hard because Nonstop Feeling is probably their third biggest of their three LPs. Yeah. But it was undeniable in this time period. And if you saw them live, like, it was bonkers. Like, 
anyone under the age of 25 was just like Gumby meets a rubber ball, like bouncing around off the stage, flopping everywhere. It was crazy. Um, all right, so th- that's a tough time period too. I think there's a bunch of shit. Let's get to 2016 to 2020, which is a funny kind of familiar era. It's right now, yeah. but also not that's really. where Incendiary belongs. There, Thousand Mile Stare. That's their biggest record. There we okay. go. So we go Power Trip, Nightmare Logic, undeniable. Un- yep. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, incendiary, Thousand Miles there. There we go. Yep. Mind Force un- is undeniable. Oh, Mind Force Excalibur. Undeniable. Yep. Undeniable. Amazing that New Lords has somehow <laughs> become another generational record. Yeah. But Excalibur still, man, I still love it when I see that song. <laughs> <laughs> they should they should have you come out and do I'm that. Do that. I'm gonna <laughs> You'll just hear it in the background. Um what else, guys? What else? What are the other do 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 we put turnstile time and space? It was unbelievably big, but maybe we can find something else to help round us out. I mean, they got their own. I think they got a space. Already. Yeah, they sure do. They sure do. I think they're, I think we're cool with, um, what else is there? 2016 Tiny. to 2020. I don't think back to some of our old Axe Grind episodes here. Yeah, really? No, you know, and it's funny because one of the conversations we used to always have was Code Orange was a big deal. Turnstile was a big deal. Power Trip was a big deal. Um, and I think all three of those bands are represented through these two time periods. Um, <coughs> uh, let's see. Looking at some. Uh, oh, if you look at some, if you go like, let me Google top 10 hardcore releases of 2016. And then you look at it and you're like, you, what are these people talking about? <laughs> none, of these are, none of these are hardcore records. No, no. Um, Let's see. I'm trying to. Th- it's so close to. Th- Again, this is where I get fucked up. Like Pat was saying, mm-hmm. I go. I don't remember. I know. Oh, you know I mean, what? It's guys? Be a rotting out record. Yo, hold on, really quick. We yes. left out the rival mob in the 2011 to 2015, and I think we need to rectify that. Yeah. Do we go? I think hardcore for hardcore is their best record. Yeah, and I think that belongs in there. And. <sighs> Over who? I mean, I know who I'm putting it over. But can what do we, what's, give it a list again. Nails abandoned all life. Turnstile non stop yeah. feeling. Touche. Uh, Parting the sea. Title fight. Uh, shed. Code orange. I am king. Uh, I mean, all those records are bigger <clears throat> than Rival Mob, but Rival Mob was bigger in hardcore. For that's the, right. Of those. That's right. Fuck. And I got to say this for my money. Nails Abandon All Life is also peak nails. Like the song Wide Open. Yeah. And there's just if you wanna if you can only digest one nails record, it's nails abandon all life. And it's hard to explain how how important they were. You could if I'll hear the argument for pulling them off this list because they became so much more influential in metal, but they help pull hardcore with along with stuff like Power Trip towards metal. Yeah, but, but it's so just because something became bigger elsewhere, if that was the case, we would pull. Uh, we would pull tons of stuff here. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we, yeah. There's, I mean, what a. Sometime we should have a conversation about what a boom period it was because we're talking about 
n- a number of bands that went bigger than we ever thought they would, not just Turnstile, but a number of no, bands. No, no. So, um, okay. Uh, you could get rid of, you could conceivably get rid of Touche because maybe you, maybe you could make the argument that title fight kind of, um, subsumes them. It, it kind of subsumes that energy in some way, like, or, or accounts for it. I should say, um, the more melodic end of things, uh, but they are decidedly different. Yep. Uh, I mean, is stage four a bigger record? A bigger record than the Maybe Rival Mob one? No, the, no, the, the Touche. Party Touche. Oh, 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 no, it's Party in the Sea. Is the, I mean, it yeah, might have sold more records, but wh- whichever one. To the Beat of a Dead Horse is a pretty big Touche record. That's 2009. Um, yeah. But. Party in the Sea is when they arrived, you know? Yep. Um, yep, yep. Yeah. I mean, I'd probably have to. Well, I mean, no, but I feel like the whole heavy branch of hardcore is influenced by Code Orange. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, that's uh, uh, that's Code Orange is another one where because they've branched into kind of uh, I don't know, like more of a like rock metal space or whatever, that they 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 don't get counted in the conversation as much as they should. But a lot of people are fucking frauds. They were they were definitely, if not sounding like uh, Code Orange, they were walking in the footsteps in the hope. Hey, you want to hear a controversial? Uh, Code Orange is fucked up for metalcore. <laughs> that's that's what it is. You're just gonna leave that there. You're not gonna explain it. Uh, it is a thing that everybody else thought they could do, and th- they can't. So it, it's a bunch of bands post those bands thought that they could take elements from them and achieve the same success, forgetting that there is the small matter of writing music. You know. So yeah, it's not that easy. Right. right. So, so fucked up, you know, I, I, it's a conversation on this podcast cause I was never a big fan, but they, I think fucked up did better than any of their fucking contemporaries in that little scene was write music. <laughs> like they have right. some really, no good, they have no some really good hardcore songs and then they have some really good post hardcore songs. <laughs> so, uh, their contemporaries that thought, Oh, you know what we can do? We can uh, we can bring back references to hardcore that people have that people th- 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 like the less popular hardcore stuff that's real crate diggery. Uh, we can bring that back. We can uh, do stuff like be mysterious, keep aliases for ourselves. We can play games with our audience. Uh, we can be. Uh, self-serious uh, in a way that that obviously means we're less serious. We can do all of these things and we will get the same outcome as fucked up. And it's like, no, you can't. You still got to write a fucking song, my guy. And, <laughs> and, and that's what Code Orange did. Uh, Code Orange, a lot of people said, oh, you know what we can do? We can be super modern. You know, we can borrow from influences that are outside of hardcore, but are aggressive music. And, uh, we, we can walk a line where people aren't going to yell at us and call us new metal. You know what I mean? Like we can safely navigate this space, but you still got to write the songs. So right, right. that's the comparison point. Um, but 
their A&R man said, I don't hear a single. Yeah. Uh, All right. Look, Rival Mob Hardcore for the Hardcore. Hardcore for Hardcore is unbelievably yeah. good. Uh, we're going to table it just in the interest of time here. Um, 2016 to 2020. Let's go. Power Trip Nightmare Logic. Incendiary Thousand Mile Stare. Mind Force Excalibur. What the fuck else is going on in this Denny's tonight? Oh, careful. Touchy subject. I know. I know. I know. Okay. Where is my axe to grind best of lists from 2020s? Let's see. Yeah, that would have been. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> Me and Bobby dying. No, I know. We're both sick. Everybody's sick. Um, I'm trying to think what else was like really big around that time. Is there, are we, are we going? When did um, Twitching Tongues come out? Uh, it's in the 2010, 2011, 2015. That, that was one. That, that, that the yeah. 2013. Yeah, yeah, God damn, uh, man. Why are all these times fucking. Uh, who else was there? Well, here's what I say. If we can't come up with it, Power Trip, Nightmare Logic, Incendiary, Thousand Miles Stare, Mind Force, Six Caliber, I think Turnstile, Time and Space. What about Drain, California Curse, 2020? Yep. All right. Drain, California Curse, big one. And then, I mean, then we got to go Gulch. Gulch is tough, man. Gulch is tough. I don't mean any disrespect to Gulch, but it, 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 uh, it's kind of one of those moments thing, and I don't know. I don't know where it goes past that. And you know, forgive yeah, me, Gulch. Point of, to paint a picture of the time, kind of hard to do without him. Uh, yeah, I. Right. I mean, I don't I know. I don't know. Space has to be here. I know we we gave him a spot on the first one. They become something different on the second one. And maybe you could argue that Glow On is just that amplified, but they became really popular. And I think start converting people in this time frame. I don't know. It's a tough one. Maybe we'll leave this up to discussion. If there were five records from 2016 to 2020 to define the time, everybody hit us with your lists. We'll, we'll revisit and uh, discuss later. This was a fun activity. Very tough. It was. Very tough. Incredibly tough. The second you and start you going and unpacking more and more, you're like, shit, what about this? What about this? You know, there's whole realms, regions, all that not represented. We hear you. We see you. We feel it. It's all good. It's just a list. It's for fun. Talk about music. Share what's good. Enjoy life. Listen to speakers too close to your ears in a triangle form or some bullshit. Let's go. 